Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to get financial independence, live the dream life, and quit that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never ever have to work a job again. And today we're going to be talking all about building a fortress of wealth around us because it's not all about money, it's about life. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Super blessed, as always, to have you here with me. And literally, going to tell you straightforward, I am in my hotel room, so if it sounds echoey, it's because I'm in my hotel room and I literally hear it echo myself. But here's what's going on. So I've given two talks already and you've listened to them on the podcast or to release those. It really helps as a speaker to talk them out, to actively give the presentation at least one time. And I think I've told you guys, like I literally never do this. I never do a walkthrough, but it's so important to do this because you get more pumped up and more like ready and prepared. I gave my breakout talk, everything worked great. Clicker worked fine for the PowerPoint presentation. And if you guys don't know, I'm at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference literally right now in the conference in the hotel room. And this is day three and I'm delivering a keynote address at the end of day three, which is super phenomenal. Now on the first night though, I gave the opening keynote and what was crazy was the clicker stopped working. In fact, it stopped working and I saw on that screen right in front of me, I'm on the stage, big lights shining on me, every sea of like 400 people looking at me and then my confidence monitor. The confidence monitor is a monitor that is right in front of the speaker so you can see what the next point or PowerPoint slide is. Well, I see the blue screen of death on the computer and I see it clicking down, like restarting as well. And I'm like, I'm on stage. All of my entire talk is in the PowerPoint. I know what I'm supposed to say, but the cues were the PowerPoint. Well, that would crash down and the clicker wouldn't work. They restarted everything. And so I literally had to wing it for like a good, let's say three to five minutes. And so here's what I did. It was so, uh, I don't know how I pulled it off, but what happened was I thought in my brain, uh-oh, it's not working. My brain is going a million miles a minute or a second because, uh-oh, it's not working. I'm supposed to, I'm literally, everybody's looking at me, staring at me. And I say, okay, everybody get up out of your chairs. I literally, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm literally doing it. I said, okay, everybody get up out of your chairs. And I want to talk about how we are stronger together. Because you remember the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference in 2023, our theme is being stronger together. And with that, I said, let's demonstrate what it's like to be stronger together. Now, here's also another hilarious thing. I got great friends. One of my friends, his name's Marlon Smith. He's a public speaker, literally speaks for Tony Robbins events. And he's been doing it for 20 plus years, putting on his, his youth events for Tony Robbins and actively does this for 20 plus years now. He's such an amazing motivational speaker. He pumps me up. Last year in RootCon 2022, he gave the closing keynote and he is the closing keynote showing how, you know, hey, if you're standing alone, basically you stand up, you hold your arms straight out like a T, you know, just imagine where uh, being a T with your arms straight out. After a while of holding your arms straight out without dropping them, 
eventually your arms get tired. He's holding, housing us holding it for like five minutes. It seems like it's forever, but we're holding up your shoulders get horribly, horribly hurt and strong, or like they're not strong because they're starting to get weak. And what happens is he then says, oh, let me show you what it's like where we work together. Now lean on the person next to you, put your arm on their shoulder and they put on your shoulder where you're interlocking and now you're resting on each other and you're bearing up each other's burdens. And everybody else was so relieved, but we saw what it's like to actively be there for each other, putting our arms on each other so that we are then all stronger together. So <laughs> rounding it all to last night or two nights ago at the opening keynote, I'm having to stall for time. I'm literally like, my brain's going so fast. They're all looking at me. There's crickets in the back in the back of the room saying, Dustin, you better do something. So I tell everybody, get up. And I literally say this. And we're going to show what it's like to be stronger together. Everybody put your arms out. Last year, they do that. Last year, Marlon walked us through this. And Marlon, if I'm stealing this, I apologize, but I'm run with it. And I literally said that. And everybody has their arms up. And I only have it up for like a minute. And people's arms started burning a little bit. Not nearly as impactful or as powerful as Marlon when he did it. But they're holding their arms up. And then I say, and then this is what it's like when we're by ourselves. And the Real Estate Wealth Bros Conference is we're stronger together. We help each other out. And this was like when we help each other out. And then we breast our arms on each other, bear each other's burdens. It went off fantastically well. I And then the PowerPoint finally started working. And I got to get get through the entire message, which you guys heard last week. And what was so funny was I got through with this. Marlon was sitting in the stands or the stage, sorry, in the chairs, in the audience. And as I get off stage, I go up to the side here. I know Marlon's a friend of mine. Yeah, big black guy, just super, just teddy bear of a guy. Good friend of mine. He goes, hey man, why you got to steal my stuff? <laughs> just you know, jokingly, but it was so funny. I said, Marlon, you're not doing that again this year, are you? He's like, it's a new crowd. I'm like, Marlon, come on, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, I was stuck. I had to run with it. We were laughing and stuff. I'm like, Dave, Marlon, I'll you pull it off 100% better than I ever could. So that's a fun story of, my goodness, things that you plan, you think it's going to go well, and then something happens, but then you got to roll with it. As we, as entrepreneurs, what we are, are problem solvers. And I even said this in the breakout you know, I kind of sound like Vanilla Ice. Yo, if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. And obviously, we know the rest of it. If you're old enough to remember Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. And in my mind, I knew the problem was there was dead space. This is the opening keynote. Everybody's excited and everybody is waiting for me to say something. And then the PowerPoint crashes. But getting through it, I said, you know what? We're stronger together. These are all my friends. We're going to be helping each other out. So everything worked out great. Now, this is what we're doing today. So the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is going on literally right now. There are breakout sessions downstairs. I'm in the hotel room going through my PowerPoint presentation because I know I need to get this practiced. So I hopefully deliver it very, very well. And you're going to hear me talk about some promotions. And I want you to take advantage of these promotions as well because you're part of my community. Now, not all the speakers are going to get this promotion given out to them, but because you're in my community, because you're listening to my podcast and oh, I even met so many people here that listen to the podcast, started investing just because of the podcast. Super awesome. Here we go. I'm going to walk through, I'm going to actually take you through my entire PowerPoint presentation that I'm literally going to do in about two hours from now. I'm actually going to do it right now to prepare so that I am not going to screw up. And I'm going to give you the link to get next year's RootCon 24, 2024. It's going to be in St. Louis. I'm going to give you the link. Link will be in the description. And in the description, I'm going to give you a $50 off. So it's already half off. 
And I'm all also going to give you a $50 off on top of that. If you use the promo code stronger together, stronger together, it'll be $50 off. It's already half off. I'm going to give you even more off. It's going to be March 14th through the 16th in St. Louis at Union Station in St. Louis, Missouri. I am so excited. I never thought I would want to go to Missouri. This city was phenomenal. I love the city. I love this hotel. I am thinking we're going bigger and better than last year. This year we have, no, I saw, sorry, last year. Last year we had 200 people, like 190 people at the conference. This year we literally have 400. So we, I think doubled in size. Hopefully next year you need to be there. And in a, I see next week and the week after, I'm going to be releasing episodes of people that I met at BrewCon who listened just to the podcast and invested. Oh, it's going to be so fantastic. So I appreciate you guys listening to this message. So let me go into it just like I would if I were giving it from the main stage. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much again, as always, for being here at BrewCon in 2023. It is amazing seeing how we are gathering together and we are stronger together because we are all helping each other out. Now we have 400 people here and I am so excited about all the conversations that I have had with every one of you inside the hallway saying, even just, and it really helps me, you just say thank you so much for putting on this event or this conference or building this community of like-minded investors because this is what I need to help me step forward to the next level, even just to get started or even change into multifamily, like we're playing Monopoly. So I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for all the volunteers, as well as all these sponsors. You guys are so fantastic. Now, as we are looking at what we are doing in our investing, we come here to become better investors. Now, if you got anything out of these last three days here at RoopCon, would you think that you can share at least to one person what you learned here at RoopCon? Uh, show her raise of hands. I have ready raise hands and stuff. And then I'm going to say, and for every single one of you here, I want you to share this with one person that I have created a brand new program here at Real Estate Wealth Bros Conference. So we are RoopCon. When we're together, we are RoopCon. When we are separate, individual, we're called Rubies. So every single one of us, we're Rubies, and I'm creating an ambassador program. If you tell anybody and they are brand new, they've never gone to RoopCon before, and they come and they put your name in as their Ruby reference, you will get 10% of their ticket. I'll give it right back to you after RoopCon 2024. Every single year, I'll give you that percent just because, just to say thank you so much for sharing this out. I want everybody to know. In fact, I know so many people have told me they're bringing their family with them or they're bringing their partners in their business, they really bring so many more people. So I thank you so much. Okay. So today we are building a fortress of wealth around us. And when you think about a fortress, a fortress is something that could be a fortified city. It could be a castle, but in our lives, we want to build a fortress of wealth around us. And be it, I'm sorry, everybody listening to this on the podcast, I actually have pictures of us in Europe as the, in the castles, showing the castles and everything. So as I'm saying this, just imagine this picture and that picture. So let me keep going. And in this picture, I, in 2018, took my family to Europe for a six-week trip. Literally didn't even think about my businesses because it was all running, it or it is all running itself. And here's a castle. I think, believe we were in Bruges in um, Bruges. I, can't, I think that's the country. And we were there. We saw this amazing castle. That, that's fortified. That's a fortress. 
And here is Edinburgh. Edinburgh, a huge castle in Scotland. Love that. See my silly kids jumping on the cannons and standing all over the cannons and everything. Here's another castle in Scotland. It's fortified. Fortified, which means keeps bad things out and keeps the good things in. Here's another castle. It's a huge, I think it was like actually a monastery, but huge brick walls. Yeah, I know what you might be thinking. Uh, Dustin's just showing us his family, his family vacations. Well, I'm not really... Well, maybe just a few more pictures. And here is a picture of us at Israel. This is the this is in Jerusalem. It's the wall or surrounding Jerusalem. So awesome to see that. Here's another picture of Salzburg in Austria. This castle is literally on top of the hill. Huge walls, amazing castle. And here's us in Switzerland. I know I didn't I wasn't planning on giving you guys my my uh, vacation pictures, but there is also us in Bruges, another castle there. Oh, and here is me. And for everybody, it's going to be hopefully, you know, listening on the podcast. Hope it's going to be funny. So in Switzerland, I went to the Collier Chocolate Factory and there was a huge, it was like, you know, fake candy bar, but a candy bar that's literally like eight feet tall. And I have a picture of me literally hugging the candy bar because I love chocolate. And then there's another picture of me trying to act like I'm fake eating it. So hopefully people will be laughing. Hopefully it won't fall flat, but there we go. And the last one is the Austrian Alps. Austrian Alps, if you've never seen the Alps, stop everything, go there right now. The Alps, like this picture that we have right now, I'm talking standing on the top of Salzburg Tower or Castle, seeing the Austrian Alps, it is amazing. You absolutely need to go there. Now, why do we invest? Why do we as investors actually invest? Is it for security, flexibility in life, independence, retirement, generational wealth, or literally all the above? I know for me, that's why I invest is for literally every single one of these, but you might be different. You are different than me. Like I had a goal to quit my job. I was just so tired of working for somebody else. And then I got laid off and I realized I need to actually quit my job and have another way to make money to provide for myself and my family. So security, flexibility in life, independence, retirement, and generational wealth, all of those things are what I needed in my business. Now, and so everybody, here's a picture out here listening to the podcast. Here's a picture of a man standing above all the clouds on a little rock or like a, like a mountain and it's one man. And the picture says, they say it is lonely at the top. Now, it is if you, meaning if you're at the top, a lot of people say that. If you see people as objects, it's lonely at the, at the top. If you see people and use people to get what you want, it is lonely at the top. If you step on people to get ahead, it is lonely at the top. If you leave people behind, it is lonely at the top. You do not care about those you hurt. It is lonely at the top, but it should not be that way. And everybody listen to the podcast. So here's a picture of the same type of mountain, big clouds in the background, and there's people helping each other out. The people at the top are all partying or really excited. Everybody else behind is helping each other up. Here's what it says on the image. It is a party at the top. It should be. That's the way it should be if you actively help other people get what they want. Zig Ziglar has this quote. Love this quote. You can have everything in life that you want if you just give enough other people what they're looking for. Like If you serve them, if you serve enough people, eventually you will get what you want in life. And I've got to be honest, I absolutely resonate with this. In fact, so much so, that this is literally what drives me is I want to help so many people because in the end, I would want to be helped. And we know 
or at least I know, because I read the Bible literally every single day. And so as I talk, it's just my normal, I guess, voice or what I would normally say in life are things like, well, God said it is better to give than receive and do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I live by those things. And so I always want to serve. Jesus Christ literally said, do to others as you would have them do to you. Now, looking back over your life, will you have these things? Will you have a spouse that loves and supports you? Would you have children that look up to you? Would you have health that allows you to live a full life and others that respect and honor you? Would you also have a lasting legacy of giving and love in your life and feel fulfilled in all areas of your life? Will you have that or will you be lonely at the top? Now, we at the Real Estate Wealth Builders, we're interested in the entire person, not just real estate investing. Like I told you two days ago, real estate is not about properties. Business is not about products or profits. Life is not just about experiences. Real estate is about people. Business is about people. Life is about people. The sooner you realize that, the better your life will be. We want to be a fortress of wealth builder. Now, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 15 says, a rich man's wealth is his fortified city or basically a fortress. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. Let me read that again. A rich man's wealth is his fortified city. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. We can see that in our lives that absolutely if you're poor, things it's, it makes it so much harder to do everything. You know, be able to feed your family. Now, what does a fortress do? And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. A fortress protects, protects us from the outside problems and anyone we choose to bring inside of that fortress. Now, wealth builders, what we do is we build fortresses of these different things and all be at least for me this is in order of importance for me number five this is backwards meaning i'm going to give you the last one in the most importance and i'll end on the most important one so being a wealth builder a fortress of financial fortress we want to build a financial fortress and that's why we're here is to learn how to invest the next one is a physical and mental fortress remember per personally this is like backwards in order so we start with financial. That's the last one we got to get to. Before that, we got to get our physical and mental fortress built up around us. Before that is also a relational fortress. We need to have our relationships solid. We can't be stepping on people. Number two before that is familiar or your family 
your familial, yeah, familial or your family should be a fortress around you where people want and to be around you. They love you. Next one, or the first one actually, is spiritual fortress. So this is all upside down. And the reason why I'm explaining this is because we think it is the other way around. We start with finances, then we start with physical and mental fortress, and then relational fortress, then familial, then spiritual. That's the way we think it should be. But what I'm telling you, it's actually the opposite. We need to start with the other way, because if you don't build those first, you may never build them. Now, the key to building a fortress is you must start now in any one of these. Now, I'm not saying, you know, once you get done with the spiritual, then you can move on. I'm not saying that. This is order of importance. If you do not build the spiritual first, then you're going to have so many problems. If you don't, then build your familial or your family around you. If your family's falling apart, your entire life falls apart. Relational, physical, mental, and financial, they all go in order. You can build them all at the same time, but you got to have these in the right priority. So you must start now. So build your fortress now. If you want to be a giver, start giving now. Not when you have more money. You won't eventually give if you don't start doing it now. If you want to have passive income, start now when you don't have any passive income. If you want a solid family relationship, start now and build or rebuild those relationships. If you want your kids to be part of your life in 10 years, be a part of their life now. What you're building now now is the foundation for these fortresses. Fortresses. Sorry, I just stuttered or said it properly. There we go. So they're a part of our fortresses that we built. Wealth builders build fortresses of wealth. Now, let's talk about the least priority, but it's the first one we're going to talk about, the fortress of financial wealth. Now, to build that, you need to have time, spend time educating yourself on how to become financially wealthy. You need to save and invest wisely. You need to set and accomplish goals. You also need to create multiple streams of income. You also, on top of that, need to find ways to make money while you sleep. If you work an hour and get paid an hour, well, what happens if you don't work? What happens if, God forbid, you get sick or something bad happens and you can't work or you can sadly get laid off or fired? Well, then you can't work and then you can't make any money. You also need to save and invest. If you just keep going into debt, you're just wasting your life. Your time is just going away because all your money is going to pay off the debt. But when you save and invest wisely, when you set and accomplish good goals and create multiple streams of income and find ways to build our fortress. Number two, a fortress of physical and mental wealth. These are all types of wealth that we can have, not just rich like money wealth, but these are other types of wealth that we have and need to have. So the fortress of physical and mental wealth, time, exercising, and learning. If you are not exercising and you're not learning, you're not growing. In life, everything is about growth. Everything is about getting better. In fact, when you're born, you literally have no clue. You barely have an idea of how to walk. Or not, oh, sorry, walk eat, sleep, and cry. When you're born, that's all you... Let me pause that and say, I just bubbled up, go out of doing it now. So when you're young, you barely are able to eat, sleep, and cry. And then you grow. So life is about growing to eventually start walking. Eventually you start talking and running. Eventually you just grow and grow and go. We never stop growing. And that's my suggestion is we never stop growing. You always want to be start growing or keep growing and keep 
learning. So fortress of physical and mental wealth. First one is time spent exercising, lifting weights. I personally love lifting heavy weights, really, really heavy weights and throwing them very far. I really appreciate that. Now, some people say, hey, Dustin, don't you ever do cardio? I say, well, what's cardio? I don't ever do that. What is that? Is it lifting a weight up? No, I'm just joking. Everybody knows what cardio is. I just say that tongue in cheek saying that I don't do cardio, but that's me because my workouts involve cardio because I'm lifting up heavy, the heavy weights. So time, exercising, and learning, you got to get your brain sharpened. Listen to the podcast, helping out in learning how to work with somebody so that in your working with another investor, hopefully you're learning or you join somebody's course or you go to a RIA, local real estate investor meetup. You need to spend time doing that. Another physical and mental wealth is to regularly exercise, like regularly do it. Like not just say, I'm going to do it once, but then regularly do it over and over and over again. Now I got to tell you, even before I had time, remember you got to start now and you got to implement it now before you get all this time. I was working out five days a week. I would wake up at 4.30, go to the gym from five to six o'clock in the morning, take a shower, go right to work. Actually go right to my business by seven o'clock, open the business and by 7.30, go make it over to my job and then work all day until five o'clock, get off work and then go to my business again, close up the business by 8.30, 9 o'clock and then go home say hi to the wife and kids, and then go to bed and do it all over again. But I put that in my life before I had the time. And now I still literally work out five days a week and so much more enjoyable. Also, physical, mental wealth, having a proper diet, eating well. Now I got to tell you, I'm a doer. So I could literally work out 24 hours a day, all day, every day. But it's the eating that keeps me chunky. It's the eating that makes me heavier than I should be. I mean, I'm talking to myself here. Having a proper diet really, really helps. Another huge one, we always forget recovery, but sleeping, getting sufficient amount of sleep. They say seven to eight, maybe even nine hours of sleep, but that's when your body recovers and that's when your body produces the right amount of everything in your body to help you get better. Another one is stress management. If you are stressed out, everything in life starts to tumble, starts to fall apart. Don't be stressed out. You want to figure out ways to help you to lessen that stress, remove those bad relationships out of life, keep the good ones in your life and your mental health. You need to grow your mental, like your mind. You need to be learning, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks or reading books, being around people that are better and smarter than you. Now, another re- a fortress that we want to build is a relational wealth of fortress. So our fortress of relational wealth, it is time. When we don't say we have enough time to do this or that, it's because we don't make the time to do this or that. And so in our relationships, we need to actually spend the time with the people. If we give them five minutes when we probably should be giving giving them like maybe an hour or longer, do you think that relationship is actually going to be stronger? It might actually even be worse because you're not giving that time. Number two is service. In relational wealth, the more people that you serve, the better your life gets. I find that is exactly the same thing for me. I love serving people because I get so much out of it. In fact, this whole entire conference, RootCon 2023, we've doubled from last year. We had about 400 people. It is amazing to see how people are, their lives are changing because I'm just trying to serve and they're coming and encouraging me to serve even more. It's such a blessing. Number three, fortress of relational wealth is humility. I read the Bible. 
when I was 20 plus years old, 22-ish. And in reading that Bible, I read that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And I thought, oh my goodness, there is actually a type of person that God actually opposes. It goes literally against. And I thought, my goodness, I need to learn what humility is like. So went down a path of humility, trying to build that relational wealth with other people being humble instead of being prideful. What I, as I read the Bible, you don't want to think highly of yourself and you don't want to think lowly of yourself. You don't want to say, I am better than everybody. You also don't want to say, I am the worst person because the key word in that sentence is I, 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 I. What the Bible says is two things that I know. Number one, think of yourself with sober judgment. Like you don't put yourself down. You don't build yourself up. Think of yourself with sober judgment. And at the same time, here's my suggestion is that think of yourself less, which means you don't think less of yourself, putting yourself down, but you think of yourself less. You're not even thinking about yourself because you're thinking about other people, how to serve other people. That's what we want to do. Now, another one with fortress of relational wealth seeks to seek to understand then to be understood. We want to first understand the person first and then share so that they can understand us. I kid you not. I use this all the time. Like that's how I network. That's how we literally have 45 speakers here. That's how we have 400 total people here at the conference is because my goal is to understand them and see what they need and then bring and help them in this goal that they have. Another one. Fortress of relational wealth is trust and honesty. If you're not honest and you're not trustworthy, people will not listen to you. They will not even want to be around you. In fact, I'll be completely honest. If somebody is not trustworthy, I'll never do business with them. If they are not honest, I will never even trust what they say. So why don't I even talk to them? I'm old enough now and have plenty of experiences in my life to know that I do not need to work with people that are not trustworthy and they are not honest. Now, a fortress of familial wealth, basically building another fortress of our family. We need to spend time with our family. If you know that you should be coaching their little league and you choose to not to, but you can make time. Now I get it. Some people literally can't. I completely get it. You know what's going on in your life that you might need to sacrifice something else that could be good to be there for your family. If in 10 years, your family looks back and says, I wish he would have spent more time with me. And you say, I wish I would have spent more time with them. If you could look back 10 years from then and wish you could change something about now, do that. Make that change today. Another one is service to your family. You need to serve your family. Don't just think what I could, just like with everybody else, but even much more so. These are the types of people, that are not types, but these are the people that are in our lives every single day. They know us at our best and at our worst. We want them to know that we're there to serve them. Trust and honesty above and beyond everything. If you can't trust your brother, your sister, your spouse, your dad, your mom, if you can't trust them, then you literally do not have a relationship with them. So you need to be trustworthy. Effective communication with the rest of your family. You need to effectively communicate to them so that they know what you're thinking, know what you're saying, and you guys can actually work things out. The worst thing you can do is not talk. In fact, if you see just about any movie where there is a problem in the movie, more than likely that problem would have been fixed if it were for communication. If they actually communicated well, they would actually have fixed this problem well before the plot of the end of the movie. When a conclusion comes, it would have been fixed already. The fifth one is humility. 
you want to consider others, especially in your family, more important than yourself. I consider my wife so much more important than me, my children so much more important than me. And so I focus on serving them. Now, the most expensive thing you cannot ever buy more of is your time. If there's one thing that all of these have in common, the number one thing in the list is time. Are you spending the time? Nay, are you making the time to build these fortresses of wealth around you? If you're not building that time in and making that time, how will it ever get done? It won't. Now, a fortress of spiritual wealth, this is the number one thing I believe everybody, especially for me, like I'm speaking for me, but I'm sharing what I know, the spiritual wealth. If you're not spiritually wealthy, then you start to wither. You start to not be able to give because you're so self-centered. Now, build a spiritual fortress. The Bible says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy or where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also everything on earth everything we're doing for investing it's good but if you're solely doing it for that it's a proof of fact 100 of the people die and you'll never see a u-haul falling i think old cliche you probably heard it before i love saying it you'll never see a u-haul falling a hearst because they literally can't is it hearst or hearst yeah they cannot take that stuff with you. It goes to somebody else. Instead, being spiritually wealthy, you store for yourselves treasures in heaven. Now, a fortress of wealth, if there, it's same thing as all of these other ones. Number one, you need to spend time with God. I believe God is the creator of the universe. And if you don't believe that, I completely am wholeheartedly behind you. Believe however you want to believe. I know that as I travel this world, everybody has different beliefs. I'm just saying... I believe for me, building that spiritual wealth, I need to spend time with God. At the same time, I need to know what God says. And so how I know, because I read the Bible, and I believe the Bible is the word from God, translated from other, translated, other men were used by God many, many years ago to write down the words of God in the Bible. Now, you might disagree, which I completely understand. But in the Bible, there are so many principles in there, like, do unto others as you would have to do unto you. How much better? How much better would life get if ever, there would be no wars? If everybody literally thought that exact same thing. So there are great principles in there, and principles for life and spiritual wealth, and also to have a spiritual fortress around us. We need to do what God actually says. So spend time with God, know what God says, so then we can do what God says. Now, many of us, actually, not say many of us. I apologize, all of us. You listen on this podcast and everybody at RubeCon. We all have God-given talents in our lives. These God-given talents are given to us to then share with everybody else. Now, there's a story that Jesus talks about in the Bible. And he says that there is a rich man or a wealthy man that is a master of a house. And he's going away on a journey. And he grabs three of his servants and says, first servant... I'm going to give you five, let's say, pieces of money. I'm going to give you $500, and then you manage that for me. The next one, he gives them three, gives him $300. And then the third one gives them $100. The master goes away, and then and he comes back, 
he goes and gives to each one. He says, give me a count of what you've done with what I've given you. The first one that he gave $500 to says, look, master, I doubled your money. I've made it even more for you. The master says, well done, good and faithful servant. Come and enter into my rest. Like come in because you've been good. The next one who's been given, and when I say these dollars, like these are talents, like things that you've been given. And then if you don't actively multiply those talents to help other people, then it's not good. But this setting is showing that it is good. So the second servant, he says, give me a count of your, what you're doing. He says, look, master, I, you gave me three. I've doubled it now to six. I've doubled it. He said, well done, good faithful servant. Come and enter into my kingdom. The third one said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man where you gathered where you did not scatter seed and you were, you're really harsh and hard, but like a harsh man, a hard man. And I buried that talent and I did not do anything for it. But here it is back to you. He says, you're a servant doing for me. I told you to do that. You're not worthy to continue on. Take what he has and give it to the one that has 10 now. So we have talents. If we do not actively use those talents in our lives to serve other people, and in my opinion, serve God to bless his creation, then we are not doing what we've been called to do. Every single one of us us has God-given talents. I also want to tell you of a rich fool. Now, this rich fool is somebody that is looking at how as he is building his life up, he realizes that my goodness, I've invested so well. I've got so much grain. I got so much food. And Jesus is telling this story. And he says to himself, after being so wealthy, he thinks, okay, I am wealthy. I am rich. I don't need to do anything. Like I am good. My life is great. I'm going to tear down my barns and build new ones, build bigger ones. God says to that man, you fool. Tonight, this very night that you thought the exact same thing, your life is commanded or taken from you because you die. And with that, who's this stuff that will that ever be? If you're storing up for yourself treasures on earth, as opposed to treasures in heaven, then you're missing the point. Then that last one, this is one that really, really gets me. So the broken woman. Now, when Jesus was walking one day, the Pharisees, the leaders of that day came to him and said, Jesus, we call them good teacher, good teacher. Here is a woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Basically, she's literally an adulterous affair right now. We literally caught her. We're bringing her in front of you and Jesus. Now, somebody might think, well, Jesus, wouldn't Jesus, like he's supposed to be good. Like wouldn't he content, condemn her? Wouldn't he do something to her and make her, you know, be bad and be an example? Jesus doesn't even acknowledge what these men say. They're trying to trap him is what they're trying to do. She gets put in front of him and he considers, obviously, I believe he's God. So he already knows what's going on, but he's considering. He pauses for a second and he thinks, and then he bends over. He bends over and he writes in the ground. Now the Bible doesn't say what he actually writes, but he's writing in the ground. It seems like part of it is, can be taking the focus off of her and putting the focus on him. He's still writing on the ground and then he gets up. The woman is weeping. She's crying. She's hurt. Probably very unclothed. She was caught in the act of adultery. They threw in front of Jesus. And Jesus says to all of them, whichever one of you 
or without sin, you can cast the first stone. Basically, you can kill her if you have not sinned. You can cast the first stone, which they're going to stone her to death. And Jesus says, if you are without sin, you can throw the stone. And the Bible then says, from the oldest to the youngest, each one dropped their rock, their stone, and walked away. They walked away because they were all sinful. They were just pointing out this person's sin. And this woman's broken. Jesus picks her up, lovingly says, where are they? Where are your accusers? And she says, nowhere, Lord, they've left. And Jesus says, if they, well, they don't condemn you, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He does that so that she realizes Jesus Christ took the the punishment, took the attention off of her, put it on himself, and then put it back on the people that were trying to condemn her and said, I've taken that. Now, I don't condemn you. Now you go and sin no more. Now to build a spiritual fortress, I, this, this verse really addresses to me. Jesus says this, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew chapter seven. But the one who does the will of my father, who is in heaven, who does the will of my father, who is in heaven on that day. Those who say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. It's sad that people think that they know God. They're eventually going to be turned away because God doesn't know them. It doesn't matter if you say that you know God. It only matters if God knows you. Now, I love this. Psalms verse 18. When we're building a spiritual fortress around us, Psalm Psalm 18, verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. To be spiritually strong, to to have a fortress around us, we need to have God around us. We need to have God helping us to actively build that fortress around us. Now, what I believe is, just like Jesus took the attention off of the broken woman who was consin, she was she could be condemned right there. Jesus could have condemned her, but he said, No, I will take that punishment for you. You do deserve the punishment, but I am gonna take that punishment. There's two things we need to know that Jesus does for us. Jesus gives us grace and mercy. There's two different things. Number one, he gives us the grace. The grace is to get what we do not deserve. If we sin against God, the Bible says that we do not deserve to go to heaven, but he gives us that because he takes the attention off of us and puts it on him. We do not deserve to go to heaven, but he gives us that. The other thing is mercy. Mercy is something that we do not get what we do deserve, where we deserve to be separated from God. What the Bible talks about is hell, being separated eternally from God. We deserve that, but we do not get that because just like God, Jesus, took the attention off of the woman, put on myself, same thing with us. He takes our punishment, our sin, puts it on himself. And this is really what happens. The punishment still comes. God still not, he's a just God. A just God would do the just things. Punishment still comes because we sin against God. But what Jesus does, he wraps that his arms around us. 
the punishment still comes and crushes him because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but it crushes him. He takes the attention and the focus and the punishment off of us, puts it on him, and then he, the Bible says, defeated death, he gets up and says, I, who is there to condemn you? I don't condemn you anymore. Go and sin no more and enter into my kingdom. And so when you are building these fortresses, when you're building wealth, we are real estate wealth builders. But this is more than about real estate. This is more than about money and life and pursuing after things and possessions. This is about all of life and what happens after life. So the wealth builders, we build fortresses of financial fortresses around us, physical and mental fortresses around us, relational fortresses around us, familial fortress and spiritual fortresses. But all of these take time to build an intention. And if we don't start now on every single one of these, in the end, we'll look back. Do we want to be where it's lonely at the top? Do we want to be where there's nobody else? And after you leave RubeCon, what will you do in the days and weeks or months after RubeCon? Will you be where you are lonely at the top? Or will you mend relationships? Will you help other people? Will you serve people? Will you try to read what God said? In fact, I was talking to Tyler at lunch today. He said he was challenged over and over again this last couple of weeks about reading the Bible. And he met Jesse here at RubeCon. And, and Jesse said, hey, I encourage you to read the Bible. And Tyler committed to reading the Bible. So we are going to from RubeCon now, because always there's a high. We're so excited about RubeCon or these events. But when we get back to real life, when we get back to our life, real life hits in. We can't let that go. So you need to realize that there's a party at the top. If you help other people to get there with you, building these fortresses of wealth around us, we will be having a party at the top. If you want to talk any more about any of this stuff, please, yeah, I'll give it every, so for everybody on the podcast, if you want to text me to talk more about this, text me at, or sorry, not text, email me at Dustin at Master Passive Income. I usually don't give that out, but Dustin at Master Passive Income. If you want to talk about anything I talked about, what I'm more concerned about is not you investing in real estate. It's not you becoming financially dependent. It's your spiritual, your your personal, your life, your health, like everything about you. And that's what RubeCon is all about, building wealth around us. And will you leave on a high, realizing that we're all in this together, we're strong together, or will you go and then forget everything and move on? So that is it. Thank you so much for guys being here, blah, blah, blah. So, man, you guys, I really appreciate letting me walk that through. I am so glad that I did that, you know, not pausing, be talking about, you know, the so uh, practicing, I'm done with that. Now I'm getting back to the podcast. I so appreciate you guys. Um, If you're still here listening to this, I'm so blessed that you're still here. And I really, really want you to come to the conference next year. I will put a link in the description and the promo code is stronger together to get $50 off. In fact, this code is only given to you on my podcast and to the attendees as a special way to say thank you because you need to be here I have so many, like literally all the attendees saying we're coming back. All the sponsors say we're coming back. All the speakers say we're coming back. You guys need to be at RubeCon. But I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for walking through these three talks. I mean, these last three weeks. I hope you got a little taste of what RubeCon is like. It's all about you. 
to become a fantastic real estate investor. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my real estate wealth builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.